Welcome to Lay's Little Golden Books. I hope you kids enjoy the story, and maybe the grown-ups will remember today's story from their own childhood. Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon. The adventure begins. Adapted by Dennis R. Sheely. Based on the episode, The Night of No Tomorrow. By Mark Evanier. A Golden Book. Once, not so long ago, six friends went to an amusement park and rode the exciting Dungeons and Dragons ride. It had mechanical wizards, monsters, and dragons. Suddenly, everything around the friends began to twist and turn and swirl around them. I don't like this, one of them yelled, just as they were pulled into a mystical realm. They couldn't believe it. Dungeons and Dragons was real, including the dragons. Roar! The friends found themselves near a duel between a five-headed giant dragon, an evil sorcerer, and an impish magical being. Seeing that the children were in danger, the magical being cast a spell, transforming each of them one by one. Hank the ranger was given a bow that fired arrows containing powerful glowing energy. He immediately used his new weapon to keep the dragon away from his friends. Bobby the Barbarian got a club that enhanced his strength so he could smash anything. A small frightened unicorn who was also caught in the middle of the fight ran over to the young Barbarian for protection. Bobby named her Uni. A pointy green magic hat was bestowed on Presto the Magician. He could pull anything out of it with the right spell. Sheila the Thief got a cloak that made her invisible. It also made her movements whisper quiet. Diana the acrobat sprang into the air with a magical staff that increased her athletic abilities. Eric the cavalier was armed with a shield that deflected even the heaviest blows and the most potent blasts of magic. The friends fled the fight, but the dragon followed them. Who dares awaken me? One of its heads screeched out. Sheila ran to the mouth of a nearby cave and called out. The dragon turned to her and she used her magical cape to disappear. Looking for its prey, the dragon walked into the cave. Bobby swung his club with all his might. Bam! Knocking a boulder down in front of the entrance. The dragon was trapped. The magical being's name was Dungeon Master. He said that Tiamat, the five-headed dragon, and Venger, the evil one-horned sorcerer, inspired fear throughout the realm. The kids asked how they could get back home. Dungeon Master told them they might find a clue in the town of Helix, but he warned them about Venger, who could magically disguise himself. You will know his newest face by his white hair, he said. On the way to Helix, the kids discovered the floating castle of Merlin the Magician. They hoped he could help them return home. Someone is going to have to help us get up there, Hank said. And just like that, a golden ladder dropped from the clouds. 
this way to Merlin's castle. Merlin welcomed the friends to his castle, but Sheila remembered Dungeon Master's warning and whispered, He's got white hair. But the old magician laughed and lifted his hat. He was completely bald. His white hair was a wig. Just then, Tiamat attacked the castle. Merlin told the kids that nothing could escape from his dungeon, so they used their magical weapons to trick Tiamat into falling through a trap door in the floor. Now the dragon was locked up and couldn't do any harm. Merlin promised that he would put some thought into getting the kids home. But before he could do that, he needed an assistant to share all his magical knowledge with. He offered the job to Presto. The others couldn't believe it, but Presto said, yes. If Merlin's not going to help us, I say we go to that Helix place, Eric said. The others wanted to wait for Presto, but Merlin told them they should continue on their journey to find a way back to their world. In the village of Helix, the kids struck up a conversation with the villagers, and much to their surprise, they learned that Merlin had been dead for a thousand years. They realized that the person they had met hadn't been holding a white rabbit. He had been holding a white hair, they said in unison, and that meant Merlin was really Venger. Back at the castle, Presto had tried to use a book of spells to find a way home, but it was just a trick by Venger. To the evil sorcerer's delight, Presto had accidentally released a swarm of terrible dragons that would destroy Helix. The kids raced back to the castle. Their only hope was to free Tiamat. That's a terrible idea, said Eric, but it worked. The five-headed dragon attacked Venger. You've won for now, Venger grumbled as he escaped. Tiamat smashed through the stone walls in pursuit of the fleeing villain. Looking through Merlin's big book of magic, Presto quickly found the right spell to cast. In the name of Merlin, in the time of sorrow, banish winged demons. Let there be tomorrow, he chanted. With those words and a poof of magic, the dragons disappeared. You did it, Hank shouted. The village was saved, and Venger had been defeated. Everyone cheered. Their first adventure was over, but the friends realized that they would have many more adventures in the magical world of Dungeons and Dragons on their long journey home. They were ready. The end.